0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mommy Files of a New Black. Mom, happy motherfucking New Year, bitches. Woo-woo. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Can I tell y'all, I did a whole Christmas episode-y type of thing, and because the holidays literally took me by my drawers and dragged my ass through, I did not post it. So this is kind of your after-holiday sesh as you may want to call it. And it's so hilarious because I am kind of in a great space, new place. Um, And not new year, new me kind of vibe. That's just not me. Um, But definitely a new year, try some new shit, have some new peace, get some new relaxation kind of thing. Um, I deleted my social media temporarily. And when I say temporarily, my intention is not to just never go back, but I just, you ever find yourself so hooked on social media that it's almost, like, weird. Like, you almost are absent from present-day things just because you are continuously on this journey through social media. Like, when you're not on social media, you're on social media. When you're not just chilling, you're still on social media. And... I found myself, like, addicted to it in a way where I was, like, always checking it, always on it, always looking. And I'm like, girl, you need to relax, like, a lot. Because you aren't necessarily, like, focused on the things that you should be focused on. And you can tell. So I took my social media and put it on pause. And I was like, you know, at this point I just need some TLC, some time away. And honestly, it doesn't hurt. I thought I was going to be like, I don't know. Maybe a little more uh, clenching my drawers and things. But in reality, I think I just kind of was so bored with nothing going on that social media became a crutch. Um, No one to talk to because, you know, it's just me and my baby girl in the house. So it's like, She was gone for a week and a half, and I found myself, like, slowly in a whirlwind of social media. Like, just digging into it, just reading, scrolling, and even to the point where I didn't even want to see anything. Like, I wasn't even on there for the enjoyment. I literally was on there because I had nothing else to do. So, I decided to take a mental break from that, as well as kind of get myself back on track when it comes to my health, Um, I find that I've, over the last year, I won't blame, you know, my breakup, but I'll definitely say within the last year or so, I have definitely found comfort in eating the things that I like, but also, like, being bored and eating, being, like, tired and eating. And it's really bad habits when you do stuff like that because you end up eating not because you're hungry, but because you feel like, what else can I do but eat? I know sad as hell um but in the same breath I also feel as though I've been in a rut that I couldn't necessarily see front on which is really weird because I feel like when you're sad or in a bad mood or whatever you tend to just kind of not show all these emotions that you think you're showing, if that makes sense. Like you think like, oh, you know, when when you break up, you're gonna be so sad and cry and upset. And in reality, you're actually like bored. Bored is probably the most comforting feeling I feel. Not because I'm tired, not because I want to do anything spectacular. I find that... I don't want to fall into a routine of things. And when I mean a routine, like I don't want to become in such a rut where there's no excitement to get me up in the morning and also nothing else going on. So I'm just kind of here. The crazier part about it is I've decided as a single black mom that I want to start looking at dating sites. Can I tell you it's real ghetto here? Real ghetto. Um... And not because I'm not a fan of dating sites. I think what it is for me is the fact that dating sites become a cattle call of men. Where you almost become so inducive to the scrolling, to the swiping left, swiping right. You don't even read the bios. You just kind of look at the pictures. And then you kind of fall into these mindless kind of conversations. Um... And I guess because I'm so used to dating in a very face-to-face sense that dating via swiping is kind of like, it just kind of makes me roll my eyes. And not because it did anything to me. Not because it's the worst thing ever. I think a piece of me is just kind of like, this is what we've resulted to. Like, this is where we are. And I hate it. I hate it low-key because... I don't feel like you get to see a person, hear their voice, see their hand interaction, see their eyes, watch how they talk to you. Like, I find that very, very, very important when it comes to relationships because I'm so used to having face-to-face kind of charmery when it comes to meeting men. Um, Most guys I've dated in the last eight years are men I've met face-to-face and who have like, oh, I want you. Like, they 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 wanted it and it wasn't necessarily me being this I'll say this I'm a super flirt but I'm also a very give a little run back give a little run back not because I want to play games but more or less because I feel like when it comes to dating men like a cat and mouse and you can't play cat and mouse but for so long but you also don't want to fall into the rut of not really coming off interested. And I've kind of mastered that, if that makes sense, of interested enough where you want it, but also not too much where you think, damn, this girl is giving it up. Well... We're back. (laughs) But nonetheless, I find myself so uh, easily turned off by this social media, very digitalized, very uh, man-in-your-hand kind of vibe when it comes to dating, where everybody just wants to swipe, 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 swipe. And then it's like you idly talk to a person for a couple of days, couple of weeks, you hang out, it's like, eh. Like, literally, met a cute guy, started talking to him. We talked for probably two weeks. He goes, Oh, you know, we should link up for dinner. I said, Cool, I'm down for a dinner meetup. And I said, Okay, well, you know, let's pick a place in between. He suggested a place that was to me closer to where he was. And when I made a fuss about it, not really made a fuss, I said, "Um, Well, that's not really in between. In between would be this place. And he goes, well that's really far from me i said and either way i'm driving an hour and he goes oh i said yeah your consideration of the fact that you don't want to drive 20 extra minutes out of maybe it's still under an hour basically he was coming from under an hour situation like i think it was like 25 35 minutes where i was going to have to drive an hour and 15 so, even when he suggested the place, I said, you know, do you like this place? Is this some place that we have to try? It was like, well, no, it's a really good place. I like to go hang out here. And I'm like, cool, cool. And then when I said, well, you know, it's still an hour away from me. It was like, oh, oh, that's what you're still going to complain about. Like, literally, we discussed as adults, like, hey, let's fix it. we in between. So, we both don't have to drive extremely far. And it was like 20 minutes from your house. And... An hour and 10 minutes from mine. So we stopped talking. Like stuff like that. And I'm usually. Gonna probably get roasted for this. But I am not trying to find a man with kids. As you know. Coming out of a breakup. When it comes to kids. Oof. Oof. Get feeling. One of my uh, best friends. Was going through a breakup. Of a guy. She had been dating on and off again. For 10 years. And he had a kid. And when she met him, his daughter, I want to say she was, she definitely was between like six and eight, something like that, maybe, she might have been younger, she might have been like four or five, yeah, she definitely was like four or five, because she's like almost 15 now, and they had this off-again, on-again relationship that was the ghetto, and she was like, you know what really hurt? She was like, what hurt the most was the fact that when they broke up, she was like, I had invested all this time into his daughter and being a great, you know, ideal step-parent and ideal, you know, second mom in there for you when you need me and, you know, that womanly kind of touch. She was like, I did all of that just for them to kind of take it away from me. I said, they didn't take it away from me. He took it away from you he allows you to get very close and intimate and familiar with his family just for him to then, you know, decide y'all are not a good fit because he doesn't want to commit. And then the first thing, you know, you think of is, damn, you know, I've invested 10 years into this kid who's looked at me as almost a mother-like figure that was always with my dad, that now you're kind of a stranger, and I feel the same. Like, I've invested four years into his children. And, I mean, granted, I had a child. And it might come off bias to not want to date a man with children. But it's like, I no longer want to invest in someone who has kids who I get close to just for us to not make it. And you snatch them out of my life. I don't want to invest love into children that as soon as things get rough, you snatch them from my life. Um... And I don't want my daughter to get attached to somebody just for you to then decide this isn't a good fit or you can't do this anymore or you're not happy anymore like that. I honestly would rather date a guy with no baggage in a sense of children because children are bags, they're heavy as fuck. And when it comes to children, you have to be careful how much you unpack with them. Like, my, uh, my best friend just broke up with a guy she wasn't even in a relationship with. We'll unpack that later. But a guy she was dating for over, almost a year. Yeah, definitely been over a year. Um, and I kept telling her, like, he's a narcissist. I just came out of a narcissistic relationship. Like, he's definitely a narcissist. He definitely is a control freak. And you don't like how you feel when you're with him. You don't like how you feel judged when you're with him. A lot of these red flags that I wish somebody would have smacked me in the face first would have done like a while ago. I'm like, girl, let me be the one that smacks you in the face. Like, for real, it's not worth it. And she's like, well, I love him. And he's so, I said, he's not good. I said, your sex life isn't great. You aren't happy with how he makes you feel. You aren't happy with how he talks to you. You aren't happy with how you how he basically doesn't appreciate the things you do or the effort you put in or the time and effort that you show. I was like, you know, perfect example. You basically was like, you know, we should take turns coming to see each other because we both live about an hour away from each other. So I would drive that hour to see you. Some days you can drive that hour to see me. So when it came down to it, I was like, you know, do you feel like it's fair? She's like, yeah and no. She said, because I feel like I'm still the one initiating wanting to go see him. And I'm still the one driving so much. And when I mentioned, like, hey, you should come over. You know, my daughter's away. I have the house to myself. We can hang. He's like, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel like driving. But if you want to come, you can come up here. I said, that's manipulative. Because, of course, because you don't have your kid, you're going to want to spend time with him without having to feel like restrictions or time restraints. I said, but then to basically go, I'm not moving because I'm tired. You worked all day as well. Like, I don't understand why his workday is more important than your workday. It's not like he out here throwing lumber or something. I'm like, and at the end of the day, you make the effort to go up there just for mediocre or him to not even show that he really is appreciative that you drove the hour because he was, quote-unquote, so tired. Or the fact that you drove the hour and he has friends over. And he doesn't even show you the attention that you deserve. Shit like that really chaps my eyes, okay? Because at the end of the day, I feel like when it comes to relationships and being fair, fairness comes from a give-and-take relationship. Same thing with sex. I mean, if you're not a big person about getting head. Then this scenario may not work for you, but if you're a person who is a fair nut kind of situation, everybody should be enjoying this fuck, it shouldn't just be uh, you get a little and I get none, or you get it all and I just have to go, you know, fuck myself after like, no, that's not fair it's not what you do it's not a good look, like none of those things are comparable and for me, I refuse to settle, is a a word I use often, but I refuse to settle with a person who does not value what I add to my life. And I know myself. And I feel more inclined to dealing with men who are open to wanting to be in my life, who are open to my feelings, open to conversations, open to dialogue. Like, just realistic. Be freaking realistic and this dating culture now especially with having a kid is so different because I used to be a little bit less biased with men with kids because I'm like oh I don't have any kids you know, would not with my dating kids. and I'm like no nope nah mm-mm. because I don't want to invest in a man with kids I don't want to invest that kind of emotion so when I cut him off I don't have to go oh my god poor little tiara I'm never going to see tiara again like hell no I get to go peace out negro I'm out and I like I purposely don't tell people I have a daughter offhand, and when I bring her up, I'm like, you will never meet or see her unless it's a it's a rare happen just so happenstance situation. Like the one guy I was talking to, really cool guy, but he's in fucking consistent, and people don't understand. I feel like as a mom, consistency is key because. I need somebody, if you're going to say you're going to text and call, text and fucking call. You don't have to text and call every day. You just have to be consistent. You can't be consistent when you think you're going to get some pussy, but you don't want to be consistent when it just comes to conversation. Like, throw the fuck up. So, nonetheless, nice guy, handsome, kind of my type, but... He's a very open dating kind of guy. Like, oh, I see multiple women. You know, I don't want you to feel like, you know, this is exclusivity. And I said, cool. Like, I just came out of something. I just wanted somebody to hang out with. And the only reason he met my daughter is because we have a mutual friend who had a, mit- a mutual dinner situation. And my daughter happens to be there. She was not planned on being there. She was supposed to be with her father. So, of course, she meets him. And she, you know, jokes and laughs with him. And he's very attentive It's super cute. But in the back of my head, I'm like, don't. Get involved with my daughter. One, because she's gonna get very attached to you being around, and you're not a consistent enough person for me, for me to let her invest feelings into you being around. You don't know how to communicate, you do not know how to talk to people, you do not know how to communicate with people who aren't your immediate close circle. So you saying, Oh, I like you or I'm interested in you, but your communication says otherwise I'm not investing time straight up and I told him that I said I like you but we'll never be together he said damn you don't have to say it like that I said I think you think that you're some great catch I said the point of it though is you're only a great catch to people who have your attention I'm not fucking you, so obviously I may not have your attention. I said, maybe if I was giving you ass, you would probably pay attention more. And he kind of chuckled it off. I said, it's the truth. I said, I'm not looking to fuck you because I'm not interested in fucking you. I think you're a nice guy. I think your personality is cool, but I don't trust you enough to become intimate with you because you're inconsistent. So if I get into bed with you and I enjoy it, then my expectation is that we'll do this often. But if you can't even communicate on a weekly basis, not a daily basis, a weekly basis, then why would I invest pussy into you and he just was shook (laughs) shook it because I don't have time to waste like I know what I bring to the table I'm a hard-working independent very strong-minded very you know here to make it work kind of girl I refuse to settle for somebody who doesn't know how to communicate and can't be consistent and consistency is something that people just don't value consistency in conversation consistency in communication consistency in actions consistency in openness about feelings like just talk open up if you're gonna call call if you want to date date but don't make it seem like you're some great catch which <laughs> people do often and then you see what they are and I'm like there's no way you could date multiple women because you're trash at dating one woman you're trash with me so I doubt you're great with someone else but then I'm like maybe because they're fucking you they're getting your full-time attention so I don't deserve it I'm cool with it it's fine like best believe I don't miss out on dick that I don't need to have in my life if that makes sense but nonetheless new year i'm trying to be optimistic but i just i have a lack of interest in men who don't get consistency and then the ones that want to be consistent are people you're like why do you want to talk to me and it's not being rude it's just like they're not people you you may be face-to-face attracted to or they have traits that you're like mm. like the one guy he is like oh you know we happen to match on the dating app and He's like, oh, you know, talk, 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 we chit-chat. I'm like, okay, cool, you like the conversation, you keep the conversation rolling, I'm here for it. He asked me for my number, I gave it to him. Why? Because I can block people every day. Been doing it since I've had the number, so I don't really get in my feelings about people having my number, regardless of how that may come off. But, we chit-chatting, and I'm like, you know, we talk about kids, and he's like, well, I have three sons, and I'm like, red flag. <laughs> Sorry, not and he, I guess, could tell could sense the pause that I gave and was like well I know but you don't have to worry like, I don't have baby mom drama I'm out on child support I'm not on this, this and this and I'm like that is not what deters me the fact is you probably have more than one baby mother which is why you said I don't have baby mama drama and you're not on child support because nothing of that conversation was like you know I have one I had a kid by one chick we were together forever you know whatever that sounds like you have multiple children by multiple women and you just so happen to be a good father but that doesn't really turn me on into wanting to give you a shot if anything it's like oh you just raw dog and every girl you're in a relationship with and then end up having a kid and not staying yikes like that's what I hear not oh you know I'm a good father I you know whatever I would date a guy who had a bunch of kids by one woman and like she died or you had a bunch of kids by one woman cause you were married, but it's like the multiple by multiple situations just kind of go, uh, like a guy I was talking to who I met on TikTok. Yes, I know I met a man on TikTok. We're not going to stay there. We're not going to go there, but he was so handsome. He was so cool, but he definitely was a loop. Like he had a, he had three kids. He had two teenagers and a one-year-old. Oh, no, a two-year-old. And his two-year-old, super handsome, but he was like, yeah, that was with a girl who happens to still live with me. I'm like, what? Oh. Yeah, not doing that. And he's like, well, we, we aren't together. Oh. Okay. Because to me, I don't I don't know what that means. And your kid is fresh. And it's a lot of, like, loopholes in his stories and a lot of inconsistencies. He's probably just like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't trust this or I just don't believe you either way not satisfied one star don't recommend um but yeah I mean dating is something I'm not rushing into but it's like I'm entertaining it because of boredom but I'm also like like I hate dating I hate dating I hate putting myself out there I hate being you know open about my feelings and talking about what I like and don't like and my favorite color and my favorite food it's like I want to meet a guy and we mesh and we vibe and he's like I really think you're beautiful can I take you out to dinner and I'm like sure and it ends up being the love of my life who wants to marry me like that's what I'm looking for I'm not looking for you know the whim of a should be could be it's like I kind of want to just meet somebody who's gonna whisk me away and prove that all men aren't trash or all men ain't gonna use you or all men ain't gonna treat you bad and I'm not saying that's what I believe but I like someone who makes you go wow like literally wow (laughs) and it's crazy because I was telling my best friend I'm comparing men in my head to like my cousin who I will never say is perfect he is a man and he fell in love with his wife when she and him were young. They were like 23, 22, and she already had a daughter she had in high school. You know, wasn't ideal, but she had a kid. She was a strong black woman. She worked her ass off. Like fuck it, and they were in love. Were together. Got married, and then had three more kids, and like have an entrepreneurship again. Like goals, goals. You hear me? Like she found a man that loves her beyond love. Like, i tell you, my cousin loves this woman. I couldn't even imagine him with someone else. I couldn't even picture, fathom, understand. And her confidence in their relationship is like, that's my husband. Like, where the fuck is he going? And they have fun together. They party together. They vacation together. They fuss and fight. But they have such a great dynamic relationship. It's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, that's all I want. I want somebody who can fuss with me and then love me. Who can Make me feel good and care about me. But also be like, you know you should not eat Doritos at 2am. You know that, right? Like, I, I need that kind of love. I need somebody who's going to want to make sure I'm surprised when the holidays come. Someone who wants to spoil me when holidays come. Not just go, well, I don't do Valentine's Day. It doesn't fucking matter. What boggles me about a lot of situations when it comes to men is the selfishness of it. Like, I don't like Thanksgiving that much. Like, I'm not a crazy person about Thanksgiving. I'm not a big feast. And I think it's because my grandmother passed away. And she was our, you know, matriarch of our family. And she cooked Thanksgiving. And my ex was such a huge Thanksgiving person. Like, it was more important than Christmas. And I told him, I said, what's funny to me is you will go all out and make sure Thanksgiving is a a go and we're all dressed and ready and here and there and prepared. I said, but that's because you care about it. I said, I like Valentine's Day. I've never told you I don't like Valentine's Day. And he goes, well, you know how I feel about it. I said, yeah, but it's not about you. I said, the fact of the matter is you're in a relationship with somebody who enjoys a holiday. Even if you don't like it, I would still... I would I would love if you got me a bouquet of flowers and said Happy time Day. I didn't ask you to celebrate. I didn't ask you to throw me a you know a rendezvous or a trip. But the fact is if something I like comes up and you blatantly say, Well, I don't like it, so it doesn't matter, yeah, I don't get that. And it's like those kind of things are really important to understand when it comes to relationships because we put ourselves in the back burner to make someone else feel good instead of saying no these are important to me like I love my birthday I want to celebrate I don't want to cry I'm a mother now mother's day is super important to me I want to feel loved and like someone cares the fact that I pushed a human out my coochie like duh but I'm gonna take a quick break and I'll be back so we are back like good old cook crack and to be honest (laughs) dating is trash (laughs) and it may sound bad that I'm saying that as a newly single person but that is my sentiment and it sucks because it's like now especially being a single mom single black young mom now it's like you have a preference you have the things that you now acquire that are like deal breakers. like it sound bad. Y'all gonna cancel me, and it's okay. I don't want to date another person with kids. I kind of want to start with someone who may not have all that baggage, and my daughter is baggage. I'm not gonna say, oh, she's not baggage. She's absolutely baggage. Children are baggage. And coming from a relationship, what I invested into four more kids who I took care of, fed, drove, bathed, all that stuff. Homework, school, hair, like invested and then now me and their father are no longer together and it's like a waste you completely feel wasted you completely feel used abused and beaten and battered and I would never want to put another child through that I would never want to start something with anyone else's children and make that kind of risk for it to fail and when it comes to dating dating is such a hard task like in itself and for me it's like i don't initially tell people i have a child until i really feel comfortable with them like you know yeah i have a daughter and she's two she is really attached to she's really involved and i've had a guy who i was like you know i said we've been talking because uh, let me tell you my best friend who is not a podcast listener as you've heard in many episodes um, she started listening to podcasts, podcast and one of the podcasts she listens to is a chick called Maui, she's actually on Anchor, look her up and one of the things she was saying was about dating properly and dating properly means dating multiples, like not committing yourself to one person who isn't your boyfriend, like if that's not the person you're in a committed relationship with date other people, he doesn't like the idea that I'm dating other people because he feels like he should be exclusive but he don't give exclusive action commitment, consistency and actually showing interest in Paige's pussy. He don't know how to do that. So for me, I'm going to entertain other people. And he hates that because he's like, oh, your friends. Oh, your friends. Oh, yeah, because your boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a significant other. I have people that I am cool with. I have friends. I have associates. I have people I hang with. He hates those phrases because that means other men. But at the end of the day, he does nothing to change that. He does nothing for me to want to change that. Nonetheless, he's been around my daughter. Not on purpose, but because of a situation and a circumstance. He happens to be around my daughter. My daughter fell in love with this man. Like, super loved him one time meeting them, because she has that kind of personality. She gets really into people. And she literally had this man feeding her her food. Feeding her her food. She's two, been eating by herself since she was one. It it, it was baffling. My best friend and I were cracking up because she's spoiled. She's a brat. She likes to be pampered. But like I told him, you will not be entertaining my child and entertaining me with that same energy. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, you won't give me inconsistency and then she'll get attached. When it comes to children, do not let people get attached to your good energy but also your kids because now as soon as people get attached to you and then your kid wants them around my best friend is going through a breakup in a non-relationship it's messy um situation and the first thing she had to do was explain to her daughter why this person will no longer be around. They have been dealing with each other and off and on for almost a year. And I kept telling her, like, y'all are not in a committed relationship. Don't make a man tell you twice. And she was like, well, what do you mean? I said, the biggest phrase is, once a man tell you what you are and what he feels and how he feels about you, don't make him tell you twice. This man told her straight up to her face, we are not in a relationship, so I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't understand why you have these feelings, and I don't know why you feel X, Y, and Z. To me, that was the level of disrespect that I don't like, okay? And the reason I don't like it is because that show a lack of care of my feelings, but also the energy that I'm putting into you, you're not putting into me. So since I'm giving you big dick energy, and you can't appreciate it, now you get no dick energy. Now you get nothing from it. And I told her, I said, the hardest part is the fact that you gonna keep finding a reason to mess with him until you don't. And you know what ended up happening? He told her he didn't wanna do this anymore and he's leaving. And I said, wow, huh, ain't that crazy. She was like, I'm all in my feelings, I'm all hurt, i invested. invest I said, but I told you when you said he wanted to deal with you but didn't want a girlfriend but was telling you what you do with your body, telling you you should be on birth control, we should invest in homes, we should invest. I said, let me tell you, I don't make moves, any kind of major moves, without somebody who's going to give me a major key. And a major key being marriage or a committed relationship. If you can't give me those two things, we're just wasting breath. I'm not stopping nothing that's going to put me in a position to be at mercy to you without any real terms of commitment. And that's the problem. We fall in love with potential. We fall in love with the people we enjoy. And when it comes to dating, we overinvest, We overcompensate for the fact that they give us Nothing. Nothing. And I'm not knocking any woman who feels love is important or I need to get to know this person. Yes, get to know the person you want to deal with, hang out with this person, get close with this person. But three three simple facts, I'm going to take it from Maui. One, if you like stuff and do want to do stuff, don't compromise. I don't want to be in the house Netflix and chilling all the time. And we're not going to be sitting in my house Netflix and chilling for the comfort of you. I like dates. I like outings. I can do free dates. We can go to the park, buy some sandwiches. We can go take a hike. We can do all these activities that don't cost a ton of money because I don't want to sit in my house. And all you want to do is hump all over me. That's not a privilege. That's not a date, And I'm not going to settle for somebody who just want to bump my bones instead of giving me what I want and giving me what I want in most women's case is a come in a relationship somebody who wants to date who spoils you who treats you right who makes you feel special those come with actions. and I'm sorry making your a famous chicken alfredo your ketchup man meal it don't help because you make this food for this man to come sit in your house and find comfort and not doing anything anything Number two, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Just because you like this man, don't mean you cut off all the other options. Don't mean you stop texting all your other options. If you want to have options, enjoy the options. Until this man says, hey, I want to be with you and only you, and we are going to be in a committed relationship together, stop making him your boyfriend when he ain't nobody but a fuck buddy. I just wanted you to take a moment and put that in your your mind. Because that's the problem. The problem about it is we we give as women we give our body we give our food we give our home we give our peace your home is your peace <laughs> okay and I lost my peace trying to be with somebody who had so much potential and gave me so much hope that we were going to be and grow and have and yes we had a lot of great moments we had a lot of pivotal moments in our relationship but I over I overcompensated my peace for the peace of someone else and I'll never do that again I will never compromise the fact that I like to go out, I like to have dates, I like to be spoiled, I like to be treated a certain way. So if you can't meet the standards, then it may not be for you. You know, when they say everything isn't for everybody, that's in relationships. I can understand if you don't like that, I wanna go out. I can understand if you don't like the dates I wanna do. I can understand if we have different interests. But if you don't ever want to go out or don't ever want to take me out or all you got is excuses or you can only do the things that fit the comfort of your realm, your again, this ain't for you and it's okay. And tip number three, speak what you want outward. Do not just compromise. If you want someone who wants the same things as you, tell that motherfucker that. If you want somebody who wants to go on trips, who likes to spoil women, who wants to talk to you with respect, if you're telling me, I like a man who's communicating with me, I like a man who is consistent with me, I like a man who verbalizes his wants and his needs and his desires, and who has the same desires that wants as me, if you say you don't want to be in a marriage, baby, I'm looking for a husband. We ain't compatible. Sorry, that was aggressive, but that's how I feel. If you can't tell me that I'm beautiful and I need those words of affirmation from the man that I want to lay with, then I'm sorry, we're not compatible. If I say I need consistency and all you do is give me inconsistent notations of small acts that are supposed to be treated like big wonders, we are not compatible. Do not settle for potential. Do not hope on potential. And do not look at these men who show you this is who they are and expect them to magically change into this, you know, perfect, cut-out cookie of a of a relationship. I realized that a lot of the things that I accepted, whether it be how someone talked to me, how someone treated me, how someone respected me, how someone took me out, how someone heard me. I saw all these red flags that I could have avoided, and then what happened? I made exceptions, excuses, and compromises, and then I ended up miserable. Meanwhile, this person is living and thriving. So, for me, I will never, ever Not speak what I want and not tell people how I want to be treated. You're not going to treat me how you wanted me to be treated. No, I'm going to tell you, I like to be respected. I like to talk with passion. I like someone who's going to be understanding, someone who can listen with an open heart and empathetic feeling. I need someone who is willing to understand and not always compromise, but willing to listen. If you can't find a person who has the same wants and needs and respect for you, who respect you as much as they want someone else to respect you or who can treat you as good as you deserve to be treated why the fuck are you with him if you don't find the value in yourself for someone else to find value in you then you don't get it and if all you want is somebody to fuck get a vibrator because mindless sex you're giving away the one thing you're worthy of your one thing that you have the most worth from, and you giving it away because you feel like that's gonna prove that you really want to be with them. That's gonna prove that you're worth it. No, it don't prove nothing. It proves that you're an easy target, and I can give you a little and get all I need from you. Cause right now, niggas is homeless. It's cold. You feel me? We already in a deep set of depression, and still are in quarantine here in the on the East Coast. So not only are these niggas homeless and hungry and have no draw, they looking for anybody who's gonna give them a chance, and baby, it ain't me. Like I told the guy who you know I mentioned earlier. <laughs> I told him, I said, you were inconsistent. He was like, why you always treat me like you don't want me? I said, I like you a lot. I said, the bad part is you'll never get the best of me. He was like, what is that supposed to be? I said, so I would spoil you past any work that any woman could ever spoil you. I said, I've taken men on trips. I have bought men wardrobe. I have taken care of household okay? I know how to be a good person, a good partner, and a great teammate. I said, the difference is you don't know what you're missing. you rather have all of what you got going on, and you can't be consistent enough to enjoy what you have right in front of you. I said, the same thing that you say you want, I can give you that and more, but you know why you'll never get it, because you're not consistent. I said, you want to know how I know you're not consistent? I said, when we first went on a date, I drove two hours to come spend time with you to surprise you to get a little bit of break for me but also to benefit being around you I drove the two hours you took me out to eat you were mad because we went to some BS you know small chain restaurant and was like I want to really take you out like I told you I was going to take you out to dinner for your birthday I didn't and this is not really where I wanted to take you so when we get back in the town I'm gonna take you out I said back you know why I never brought it up because if you said it then you should remember I'm not going to keep reminding you of the things you say. I hold you accountable. So that was November. It's now January. So we had a conversation today, and the first thing I said was, well, you're not consistent. He said, well, why you say that? I said, do you remember the conversation we had when we I eat? I said, you told me then, when we get back in town, we're going to go out to eat. I said, have you gone out to eat? He looked at the phone so shocked. His mouth could have hit the floor. His mouth could have hit the floor. He said, well, you're right. I, I said, it is when I said. How many times have you told me you gonna come see me, come spend time with me, come come hang with me? Because those are the things that I, I find comfort in you. I say I find comfort in laying in your embrace, not because I want dick out of it. I said you want pussy out of it, and you get mad because your 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 integrity and the the way you move is being real tested because. The way that you do stuff... You used to get in your way... And I don't give it to you... You can lay in the bed... But nigga... Or you want baby dick... Swinging and balls playing... I ain't going... That don't intrigue me enough... To be like... Oh my god... Let me get on to him... No... Because I came to spend time with you... If I wanted dick... I got somebody I could fuck... It it, it ain't going to be you... But... Your brain is to the left... And mine is to the right... So... You wonder why you don't get what you want... But you don't know how to give me... The small things you've already promised me... I said... You told me before... You know, oh I am I'm, I'm a man that takes care of a woman. I'm a one that, a man that spoils a woman. I've yet to see you spoil me. So why should I give you my best gift when you can't give me your, your, your small promises? Inconsistent. But men don't want to hear that. And he always thinks I'm me. He's like, yo, you always cut me down. You hurt my feelings. I said I don't hurt your feelings. I tell you the truth. I said these other women you got wrapped around your finger, hook lined and real, keep them. Cause you ain't gonna wanna be with me. I'm going to hold you accountable every time. I'm going to hold your consistency accountable every time. So if you can't be consistent with me, don't start. If you can't keep it 100, don't start. So when it comes down to a it, dating, it's really hard for me. I'm really like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. But I also know I'm a type of person. I'm a socially, you know, ambitious person who loves to be around men. I love being around that kind of social setting. I thrive in, you know, meeting people and and conversing. I'm a flirt by nature. My co-worker got me a little side hustle while we going through quarantine. And I was laughing because my co-worker was like, yo, the way you chop these men down and the way that they be trying to talk to you. I said, first of all, I'm so used to having a partner. I don't entertain men. I don't. It's just my nature. I don't entertain them. I'm so used to having a partner. So a lot of it isn't necessarily them. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was disgusting. I apologize. I felt that coming for like 25 seconds prior to that speech, But I'm like, I'm so used to shutting people down because they want to talk to me and I, I'm used to having a partner. And two, I, I'm flirting because I want your money. When I'm at work and it's a tip-based job, the conversation and, and the words and how slick I'm talking, how quick I'm coming, just what that nature is, is because I want to make money. So if you're not tipping me or tipping the bartenders or tipping my staff, I'm already not entertaining you because I'm already like, oh, so you don't know what you're supposed to do when it's the time to tip people. Got it. So most of the men that want to talk to me just want to do it because of looks you know what I mean they see my figure they see my hips my whatever and they interested they're not really trying to talk to me about nothing like the one dude who could have got my number and I said could have because he really probably had the best game because he and I was we was going back before forth. it was one night I actually worked and I had to laugh because he goes how did he say uh he goes, oh, can I buy you dinner? I said, I work where food is. Why would you buy me dinner? I don't want this food. He was like, oh, okay. You know, I just want to make sure you ate. I said, I appreciate it, but this ain't the food I want, so if you want to buy me something, you got to buy me something for real. He was like, okay, okay. Because I kept telling him, like, you can flirt with me all day, but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a call your bluff, which I did, and he didn't tip, so that was already shot one. Shot two is, you try to buy me food from a place that I get a discount from. Give me something worth. Give me something with some spice. Like, but that's because you give people expectations and I honestly I have too high of them and I think when it comes to men they have the minimum effort and they get so much and I don't know if it's just because that's how they are but it ain't gonna work for me not no more And I don't ask for much. Consistency. Consistency. And communication. That's all I ask. And I think if you have those expectations and keep them, like, don't let somebody change you from what you want. Don't let somebody manipulate you from what you ask for. Baby, you will be great. I'd rather be by myself and alone with me and Mr. Rabbit, Okay than to deal with somebody who's not going to give me what I want. I need it. I need consistency, and I'm so used to I think the one thing, I'll sum this up because this is going to be a super long episode. I promise it wasn't my intention, but my ex, it's his fault. It's absolutely his fault. And I laugh because he was so consistent and so attentive. I'm swear, rotten because he was a lot of shitty things. He was a lot of fucked up parts. But his consistency is why women loved him. He is a texter, a caller, a come through, a come see you. I want to be around you. I want to see you every day kind of man. And I am obsessed with that kind of energy. That right there is big dick energy for me. You want to talk about big dick energy? That's it. When a man don't want to do nothing but see you, talk to you, take you out. And I mean, he would take me out drinking, take me out partying, take me when I'm working, take me to go to concert. I got to see my favorite rapper in the entire world, four feet from my face because of this man. So it's a lot of bad, but there was a lot of good. And I promise you that. (laughs) the good that came of it was real good but i appreciate you for listening you know i'll be back before you know that and i'm out